Magandang umaga sa inyong lahat mga kaibigan at kababayan. Ito si Celia Guillermo, maghahatid sa inyo ng kalahating oras na programang Radyo Pilipino Linggo. Sumasayin papuwid sa himpilang 5 EBI 103.1 FM mula alas 8.30 hanggang alas 9 na umaga. Sa digital, EBI World. Live streaming sa 5ebi.com.au. Hanapin ang 5EBI sa radio app na inyong mobile phone. Karamihan sa programa ng Radyo Pilipino ay ang pagtatampok ng ating mga kababayan at mga kaibigan, hindi lamang dito sa Australia kundi kahit sa ang panig ng mundo. Salamat sa teknolohiya na siyang naging dahilan upang ito ay maging posible. Lagi kami naghahanap ng maitatampok sa aming mga programa sa radyo, kaya kung mayroong kayong nais na aming makapanayam, Makipagbigay alam lamang sa aming Facebook page ng Ethnic Radio Pilipino Incorporated.
kaibigan, ang ating panauhin sa araw na ito ay ang ilaw ng tahanang maituturing na isa sa mga pioneers dito sa Timog, Australia. Walang iba kundi si Mrs. Erlinda Calabio. Kasama ang kanyang anak na si Marie Calabio Chetel. Magandang araw po Mrs. Calabio at Marie. Hello. Magandang araw naman sa inyo. Kumusta naman? Magkukwentuhan tayo ngayong araw na ito. Kung inyo pong mamarapatin, pagkukwentuhan po natin ngayon ang tungkol sa inyong buhay. Sisilipin natin ang inyong nakaraan at lalo na ang inyong pag-umpisa ng buhay dito sa Adelaide. Kwentuhan po muna ninyo kami ng inyong background. Ang asawa ko ay graduate ng Philippine Military Academy. Kaya as a military man, ngayon ang job niya nung umalis kami, pumarito kami ay manager ng Baknotan Tobacco Corporation. Kasi ang sabi ng aking ama ay ang family life dapat hindi laging wala yung asawa, hindi nagkikita. That's not my idea of family life. They should be together, sabi niya. Kaya they should be together. Eh gusto ko naman yon. Kaya ganon, gumawa ng paraan para mag-resign na yung aking asawa dun sa La Union, Tobacco Corporation para mag-lecturer na lang siya sa Far Eastern University. Yun ang iniwanan niyang job dito bago siya pumunta sa Baknotan para magsama-sama na lang kami. Ay gusto ko naman yun. Kasi noong nasa Baknotan siya, ganon kami, hindi naman siya makakaparit-parito ng malimit. Kaya ngayon, nandun na kami pareho. Pagkatapos, nagkaroon ng demand for teachers in Australia and Canada. Oh. Dahil kayo po ay teacher. Eh, kami naman teacher. Ako English and mathematics naman si Fred. Kaya, nagpunta kami sa, nag-apply kami. Sinagot kami ng third embassy dun sa foreign affairs. Dun sa Malapit sa Manila ba yung tawag noon doon sa Luneta, doon ang uh, Department of Veterans Affairs. Nagpunta kami doon at in-interview kami. Ang asawa ko naman ay mas maraming masasabi, mas versatile siya sa akin. Siya lahat ang nag-answer ng lahat ng question. Bakit niyo gusto pumunta sa Australia? Kasi ang, ang alam namin, Australia is a land of opportunity. Maraming sa karamihan ng aming mga anak. At ang mga nadidigig namin tungkol sa Australia na mas mabuti raw ang buhay doon at ang uh, mas maliwaras ang paghahanap buhay ang mga anak namin. When they become job seekers, hindi mahirap pagkakataon ng mga anak namin na dalhin namin sila doon. At saka land of opportunity and ang aming hinahanap. Eh parang ang answer to our question was Australia. Ano pong taon yung nung mag-migrate kayo dito sa Australia? 1971. 1971. Ah, bago martial law. January 50, bale 50 years na kami. All the time, of course, I, I believe that prayer is always the, the guiding line of every Christian. Kaya dasal naman ako dasal sa Holy Spirit to guide us. Parang lahat na nangyari, we were guided. Kaya pinili namin sa between Canada, Canada rin nag-advertise eh. We went to Australia instead. Mga malalaki na po noong time na yun sila, Marie, ilan na po ang anak ninyo noon? Uh, ang youngest na, uh, we have seven, six children, six girls, and Marie is the oldest. Ma'am, we're eight, eight, eight children, ma'am. <laughs> Nakalimutan na daw. Six girls and two boys. <laughs> 
Yeah, when we were in the one, Philippines, one. Oh. mom and dad used to uh, lecture at the university in the Philippines, um, you know, in various universities in the Philippines. And um, yeah, and then an opportunity came for both of them to migrate because it was just before martial law. Yeah. And with eight <laughs> children, oh. with eight children, mom and dad um, were thinking about our future. And uh, at that time, we were all, I uh, just finished high school and um, oh. all my other, there's eight of us and the five of them are still in high school and primary school, gone on, on. And uh, the opportunity came for mom and dad to come over here and leave, leave their, um, you know, their jobs in the Philippines and leave. We have, we belong to a big, big family there. Uh, we live in a compound. Mm -hmm. um, mom Mom's father was the Secretary of Commerce and Industry, um, Cornelia Balmaceda, mm -hmm. and um, he was actually the one who made sure that the Asian Development Bank was, um, established. was, held, was established in the Philippines. He was a uh, mm. board of trustee to make sure the ADB was held in the Philippines. And um, mm. yeah, and he was one of the first people to graduate at Harvard University as well. He was a lawyer um, and a media, a media guy. So um, he wasn't happy that my father was in the military as well. Mm -hmm. He didn't believe that my father should be going away, you know, fighting wars and yeah, all that. Because yeah. one, one soldier in the family is enough. <laughs> yeah. So he didn't <laughs> like that idea. So he requested my, my mom and dad uh, met in Baguio. My, my mother just did her master's degree in Baguio University. St. Louis, Louis University in Baguio. And one of her friends introduced um, my father to, to mom. Um, uh, they were all cadets and everything. So how did you meet mom, dad again, mom? That oh, you were well, he was already a cadet in the academy. So I thought that he was still finishing his course in the Philippine military. And I was already graduating in, in uh, teaching. So when I was told or warned that I'm going to meet this cadet. Um, mga cadet pa sila, nag-aaral pa sila, ako teacher na. Kaya nung pinakilala ako dito sa mga cadet na ito, ako na mamlan siya, nakabathrobe pa ako. Sabi sa akin eh, eh Miss Balmaceda, I want you to meet Cadet Calabio. The best way to remember this name is to remember I love you. Sabi ko naman, hello cadet, I love you. Sabi ko naman. Tapos sabi ko, <laughs> How did you feel when I said, Cadet, I love you too? Sabi niya, eh, nobody makes fun of our names in the academy. Sabi niya, <laughs> I'm sorry, so, hindi ko siya kinakasayaw. No, meron silang hop. Ang hop is the term for dance in the academy. Mm -hmm. And it was yeah. a triple wedding. Three of them, three cadets. Married. Yeah, we were three, three girls. Graduation friend, day, uh, wedding day. So it was yeah. the PMA, yung, yung inyong... Uh, wedding yeah it was a pma wedding yeah, yeah. So, three and, of them and that was also a math professor at the pma mm -hmm. before he oh. left when my lola said no uh, i'm not having uh, a son-in-law in the military i don't like it so he had to leave the military <laughs> and so from baguio we all went to Pasai, where we all grew up yeah we were in Pasai. we were all living in a compound with my the, my, my grandparents had the, a house there with three others and all of my mother's oh. um, sisters. My brother here, yeah. So we all grew up with my cousins and everything. And um, 
one day my mom and dad said that um, we're going to Australia. Mm-hmm. And then my cousins and all my relatives said, oh, why are you going there? You know, there's no maids, no drivers, no gardeners. <laughs> why would you want to go there? <laughs> and so I've been living mean, a very comfortable life. Yeah, but like my mom said, we had a, they had a choice between Canada and Adelaide. In Canada, Adelaide. we found out. We found out Canada is very cold and mom is very religious. Mom is very religious and she found out that Adelaide is the city of churches. So mom said, okay, we're going to Adelaide. So that was the start of our migration. Um, Eight children and mom and dad, all 10 of us. Yeah. So we burned our bridges behind us, no turning back. It was the year before martial law because martial law started in 72 and my father being in the military could already see that things were not going to be better and so we got out before things got worse <laughs> isn't that naiwan si marine namin kasama kasi nagvalediktoran to sa high school I only had two more months uh, before I graduate. And so mm-hmm. my dad said, you, you stay behind till you graduate and then you come and follow us. So anyway, um, yeah, so we left the Philippines and I will never forget, I was saying goodbye to them. And, um, you know, we, they're all flying Qantas. And the, whole, <laughs> the, the manager found out that a family of nine was flying to Australia mm-hmm. and the first class was vacant so mm-hmm. I was watching them and they all went to the front and the whole family was just promoted to wow. first class yeah whole family and so everybody just came only with one suitcase each that was it we we sold everything there and then my auntie or my uncle actually gave all of us a suitcase each because he owned Schumacher, you know so <laughs> yeah so uh, he at that time and um and that was um our first experience or their first experience uh coming leaving everything behind and come to adelaide oh, so that yeah. was 1971 yeah. uh, correct yes adelaide nano Yes. Yeah, direct, direct to Adelaide. Yes, yes. So how did yes. maganda magtravel? No, no, wala mga hassles on the way. Ibang ibang ayon. Madali lang po. And mag anpana naman po yung inyong uh, sino nag-organize na inyong accommodation. Ay nako. Yeah, mom, this that's another story, mom. You tell them what you know, and I'll add to it. <laughs> <laughs> we landed in. Uh, Naghanap kami ng tirahan muna na wala kaming kilala doon sa dito sa Adelaide. We no, met a Filipino doon sa Palengke, si Ramon. But before ano? that though, when we got to the airport, the education department was supposed to meet us. To okay? meet because, us. Because the education department was were the people who gave my mom and dad a job. They organized my mom and yeah. dad's job. So when we when they went to the airport, they were uh, they were expecting the education expecting department people to be there, but nobody was there. Whoa, so nobody. my mom and dad did not know a soul, and my brothers and sisters did not know anybody. Mm. So the they, nearest hotel was <laughs> because it was a Sunday, so they they uh, they caught a shuttle bus, mm. and then my father said to the driver, "Just take us somewhere, anywhere. We can stay <laughs> for the night. We mm. don't know anywhere here, you know." So. 
the driver just uh, took them to the first hotel that the driver, <laughs> could you imagine the driver, you know, thinking, oh my God, we're, who is this family? And then the following day, the education department found out that the Calabria family have arrived. And oh. so they were very, very sorry that sorry. they didn't come. There was a misunderstanding of the date. They thought we were, they were arriving on Monday, but they actually arrived <laughs> on the Sunday. Oh. So, so they were very good, though. They uh, as soon as oh, very, very. So they found yeah, proper accommodation after that. Correct. In fact, within two weeks, they found them a house. You oh. know, because oh. they thought it'll be very expensive to rent for forever in a day with a big family. We'll need two, three, four rooms in a hotel. So right. they immediately around arrange a house for mom to, um, you know, to live in and for for the whole family to live in yeah yeah we we were found in an accommodation afton guest house overlooking a park so that was good but uh, we really needed a house to go to and so we contacted a land agent well the department of education did everything for us the part uh they located a house for us and then they found us a house in Glengarry, a suburb. Yeah. at that time. What was Adelaide like back then? Well, the beginning of Adelaide is like any other suburb now. as it is now. Because that was fifty years ago. In the morning lang yung high school now where we were assigned. Naku, makikita mo, nagbibisikleta yung mga estudyante papunta sa eskwela. Magandang tignan sa umaga yun. Mm-hmm. At saka that was spring, yung mga flowers along the road. They know how to, malayo yung palibasa sa Philippines eh. Marami, thickly populated tayo doon. They have no time for trees and flowers mm-hmm. and ano. Mm-hmm. Okupado lahat ang space sa at saka, Albert, kaunti pa lang ang mga bahay at that time, wala masyadong mga shopping oh, centers. Oh. It was, it's very, very quiet like it is now. But one, one thing I remember very well is because mom and dad were assigned to teach in the same school. And at that time, there were not many um, non-Australians teaching here. My yeah. mother especially was teaching English in an English-speaking country. Mom was teaching English and my father was teaching mathematics. So um, <laughs> what I remember very well is um, we, we fo- well, they found us a house at Glengarry. I don't know if you know what Glengarry yes. is, actually yeah. Glenelg East. Mm-hmm. So they Glengarry taught us, and mom and dad taught at Glengarry High School, okay? So everybody at Glengarry went to Glengarry High School. So everybody, the whole suburb knew the Calabios because mom and dad taught at the school. Mm-hmm. Mom and dad taught all of them English and math. Mm-hmm. And so when they, when we all walk, when we're walking at Glengarry, everybody was saying, hello, Calabio. Everybody's saying, hello, <laughs> Calabio, hi, Calabio, hi, Calabio. Because there's eight of us, so oh. 10 people at Glengarry. So the whole community know us. Mm-hmm. And they all ride their bicycles. And um, yeah, so it was just funny that, um, you know, everybody just knew us. <laughs> yeah. we, we had good neighbors. Uh, tennis player, Silori Wallace, and Fred knew how to, my husband was good at tennis. Mm-hmm. They had Wednesday tennis every afternoon. Tapos yung anak niya, si Peter, Peter Wallace, pumunta sa amen, sabi. Apo, ah, mo sa father niya. 
Hindi nyo ba alam? Don't you know that we have neighbors who have just arrived? You better go and say hello to them. Hello. Welcome them because they're new arrivals. Yes. Bait na. Kaya, nag-hello naman sila. Ang bait-bait naman yung mga yun. Yeah. And because, and because our family was um, was pretty pretty musical family. Mom is a very good piano player. And my father used to play the violin. Everybody, every time we had a visitor, <laughs> My father would call all of us, okay, I want you to watch my children play the piano. So one by <laughs> one, we all play in front of the Australian visitors. And we thought that's what you do all the time. Mm -hmm. and so you can't say no. We can't, and you can't say no to a military father. So <laughs> one by one, we all play the piano for all our guests and all that. So, um, and um, mom and dad, um, you know, used to used to babysit, you know, my children and I'll come home and the children were singing Phil Asa, the Phil Asa Phil song. Philippine Association of South Australia. Mm -hmm. yeah. Ang founders niyan, si Mr. Calabio at saka si Dante, they made a good uh, pair. Mm -hmm. When it came to civic and political matters, parang naging leader sila dito to Australia. Hanggang nagkaroon ng other group form their own ethnic associate ethnic groups. Natatandaan ko ho yung Phil Asa na involved ako doon sandali noon time na yun eh. Y yung tatanong. Oh, yung pinubong mga grupo noon, Filipino community groups at that time o yung pa lang yung Well, in 1971, 72, um, there wasn't a formal uh, group yet. Okay. So, um, what I remember is that every weekend our house was full of filipinos just to visit <laughs> because i don't know if you if you remember my father he used to love talking oh, he was yeah. very friendly and he was talkative he he just invited every new filipino we got very excited we go mm. to the market and we'll meet a filipino we get so excited because there was only a handful of filipinos in <laughs> 1971 mm. so every yeah. time we found we 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 meet somebody, we'll tell them, oh, come around, this is our address, you know, just come on the weekend, so everybody will come. And then all of a sudden, our house is full of, it's like a Filipino house. And my Filipino father is giving them, <laughs> my father is giving them. And daming kotse doon, sa harapan namin, nakalala garahe ng mga car sales. And it's just like my father is giving them advice on, you know, how to settle mm -hmm. themselves until the wanters came. Mm -hmm. And um, between that and Dante, they helped establish with a lot of other people, obviously. It was Phil Asa because we had uh, Australian um, members. That's why it's Phil Asa for Filipino Australian Association. Mm -hmm. But some, yeah. some members wanted it purely Filipino. Mm -hmm. Some members wanted it a mixture of Filipino and Australian because after all, we're here anyway. So... Uh, that was the philosophy. And then eventually, in the late 70s, early 80s, people wanted to have their own uh, community groups. And so, oh. um, yeah. So That's natural when the population of... becomes more and more. They mm -hmm. have want to have their own. Masyado nang malayo yung mga iba, hindi nila ma, hindi na kaya yung pumarito pa sa Adelaide, kaya meron naman sila doon. Mm -hmm. So, Filipino-Australian muna pala ang Yeah, that's why it's so short for Filipino-Australian Australian, Australian uh, Association Filipino, of South yeah. Australia. 
of and South Austra Filipino Australian. And later on, and then, the Filipino Association of South Australia. Yeah, oh, yeah. The very first club, yeah, the very first club, we had Australian members of Australian officers. So mm -hmm. we got Filipino and Australian officers. So we wanted to blend oh. and see what ideas they have that we can all assimilate and, you know, make it easy for us. But uh, there were groups that were not, just wanted it few Filipinos so mm -hmm. that's so that's why there were all different groups that were formed yeah okay that's interesting and, yeah and then um one of the first activities we have um you know Cora Wanta was very active in the multicultural um activities so every weekend we would practice I remember my weekend was spent just dance practice, dance practice because we had to perform at the festival center we had to perform here everywhere Mm. We, that, uh, Cora never said no to if they're invited we would we'd be there and my dad made sure that we all practiced so that's why you know we know how I never I never danced it when I was in the Philippines except Anyway, diba, I heard na it's going to be your birthday. In, anong date ang exact day ng birthday niya? Your birthday. 8th of the 15th, 25. In a week's time. Maraming maraming salamat po sa inyong pagpapaunlak na makakwentuhan namin dito sa programa. Kasama kami ng inyong pamilya sa pagdiriwang ng inyong kaarawan. At sana ay patuloy kayong bigyan ng kalakasan ng pangangatawan at pag-iisip upang patuloy na maging inspirasyon sa aming mga sumunod na henerasyon ng Pilipino dito sa Timog, Australia. Mga kaibigan, yan po si Mrs. Erlinda Calabio at ang kanyang anak na si Marie Calabio Cheto. Sumapin na tayo muli sa katapusan ng ating programa ngayong araw na ito. Huwag kalilimutang makinig tuwing Webes sa Halo-Halo Espesyal mula alas 12.30 hanggang alaunay-medya ng hapon. Tuwing Biyernes ang Barkada Radio mula alas 9 hanggang alas 9.30 ng gabi at tuwing Linggo sa Radyo Pilipino Linggo mula alas 8.30 hanggang alas 9.00 ng umaga. Ito ang inyong lingkod, Celia Guillermo, pansamantalang namamaalam, hanggang sa muli, mga naumaga at mabuhay. Music